What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Jeff Johnson from Cincinnati, Ohio. And I want my Surely You Can't Be Serious podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Surely You Can't Be Serious podcast special edition, Five Minutes of Fire. We are here talking about the lyrics of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. We're covering only five minutes at a time, which is about the length of the song, so it works out kind of nicely. So please join us as we dive into some new lyrics today. All right, guys, so here are the topics that we're going to be covering today. Dylan Berlin, Bave Pig's Invasion. Dylan Berlin, Bave Pig's Invasion. Okay, Jason, what can you tell me about Dylan? Bob Dylan is who we're talking about today. Mr. Robert Allen Zimmerman was that he was born as in 1941 in Duluth, Minnesota. He's an American songwriter and singer. Some say he's the best songwriter to ever live. Moved to New York City in 1961. He signed with Columbia Records pretty quickly. His first album didn't do much, but his second album, the Free Will and Bob Dylan album, was very well received and gave us a song, Blowing in the Wind. He became a major figure in the civil rights movement. On the album Highway 61 Revisited, in July 1965, he came out with the song Like a Rolling Stone. In July of 1966, he also had a motorcycle accident where he broke his neck. Starred in the 1973 movie Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, yeah. from which we get the song Knocking on Heaven's Door. In the late 70s, he converted to Christianity and released several albums. In 1985, he sang on We Are the World. In 1988, he co-founded The Traveling Wilburys and is widely believed to be one of the 20th century's most influential personalities. Okay, D, tell me about Terry Nunn and Berlin. <laughs> Different. This is about the real Berlin, not a made oh, up Oh, sorry. Or, okay. Or, yes. Yeah. So when I was in sixth grade, the title of my U.S. history report was Berlin, the Divided Country. Because when I was in sixth grade, the Berlin Wall was still in existence. Yeah. So after World War II, Berlin was divided up among the Allied powers. The ones that got East Berlin were the Soviets. After the first 15 or so years of the Cold War, there were several folks in East Berlin that decided they didn't like the Soviet lifestyle so much. As a matter of fact, 3.5 million of them defected from East Berlin over into West Berlin. And so the Soviets decided, you know what? 
they need protection from this influence, <laughs> and so we're going to put up a wall. And so on August 13th, 1961, they started construction on the Berlin Wall to, quote-unquote, protect its citizens. But everyone knew it was to keep them from defecting. That wall remained there until just a couple short months after the release of the song We Didn't Start the Fire. It's incredible. And was taken down November 9th, 1989. Our buddy Van Allen Plexico said we could do an entire We Didn't Start the Fire song just on events of 1989. And he's not wrong. Okay, Jason, tell me about the Bay of Pigs invasion. Okay, April of 1961, more than 1,000 Cuban exiles stormed the beaches of the Bay of Pigs in Cuba to launch a revolt against Fidel Castro. Castro had risen to power in the 1950s. On New Year's Day 1959, Castro invaded Havana, forcing U.S.-backed Batista to flee. Castro declared himself prime minister and signed agreements to buy oil from Russia. This did not sit well with the United States, so the U.S. severed all ties with Cuba. He soon declared himself communist and seized all U.S. assets in Cuba. So Eisenhower came up with a plan to train Cuban refugees as freedom fighters. However, there were several spies in those bands of freedom fighters. Fast forward a bit to John F. Kennedy. He decides to move on an invasion and invade Trinidad, which is an area of Cuba. But at the last second, he switches to the Bay of Pigs, which is interesting because the area around the bay was swampy, making fighting very difficult. This group of freedom fighters was met by 20,000 Cuban troops. Oh, gosh. By April 19th, the U.S. sends in air support, but it's a total failure. It's a complete embarrassment for Kennedy, and it actually emboldens Castro and the USSR. These events pushed us even closer to World War Okay, guys, that does it for today's episode. Join us next time for 5 Minutes of Fire. Hey, check it out. There's a brand new podcast on the way exploring the discographies of the Beatles and the Beach Boys. It's called Apples and Oranges, and it launches on February 7th. We will be matching albums against each other in a 1v1 format discussing every single track and then giving our verdict on which album is better. Pet Sounds versus Revolver, Sgt. Pepper versus Smile. Wouldn't it be nice if most people knew how well the Beach Boys actually held up against the Fab Four? Both bands inspired each other to keep pushing the boundaries of what was possible in pop music here, there, and everywhere. And what we got were some of the greatest albums of all time. All Summer Long versus A Hard Day's Night. Rubber Soul versus The Beach Boys Today. So let's come together for some fun, fun, fun. And help me, Rhonda, get this podcast off the ground. And we'll sure appreciate you being around on February 7th, wherever you find your podcast. That's Apples and Oranges, February 7th.